Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, re-recording an intro for an episode I didn't think was going to need an intro. Because originally, re-recorded WrestleMania Night 1, WrestleMania Night 2, NXT Stand and Deliver, ROH Supercard of Honor. It was all just one big episode. But it turns out, it was too big of an episode. So I had to do this split where we did Night 1 gets its own episode, and then everything else, the back half of that episode, gets this episode. So as opposed to just uploading it with how you're going to hear it start, where it's literally jumping into Night 2, you're that wasn't going to be great. So I figured this would kind of ease the transition, we'll say. So I apologize that this is so weird and rambly, but it's me. So what do you expect? But I appreciate you checking it out. Hopefully you enjoyed night two of WrestleMania and NXT and Supercard of Honor. And we appreciate you just bearing with us. Hopefully next week we'll be back to normal. I'll make Dalton rein it in because you know that boy just jabber, jabber, jabber. I don't know what's happening. Hey, Enjoy the episode. We got a real outro for this one for this week. And yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking more about WWE getting bought out. Of course, the Vince being back thing, all of it and more, I'm sure. But until then, enjoy our coverage of WrestleMania Night 2, Supercard of Honor, Stand and Deliver. And have a great day, night, weekend, whatever it is. We appreciate you. Now on to the show. Show starts off with what I think is probably the perfect opening match for night two in Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Yeah, uh, that match was fun. This match was it was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, just big boys bashing into each other, um, and then Brock Lesnar getting the win. Uh, I and I've talked in about, pretty decisive fashion. I've talked about it before, but when Brock Lesnar sells, it is my favorite thing because he does it so goddamn well like yeah. when he decides that he's going to sell for somebody and make it a point he does an, a phenomenal job i thought he made omos look really good in this um even beating him i was just like i mean no he had him on the ropes like he very much like omos like if he would have beaten lesnar i would have been very shocked by it but like they at least made it look like he might have was gonna win you actually saw lesnar be uncertain yeah which is not a thing you get like, this is, like, you actually saw Lesnar kind of be a little shook. Um, but yeah, this was just, this was the the biggie quote personified. Fantastic. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Next up was the Women's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler defeating Liv Morgan, Raquel Gonzalez, Natalia and Shotzi and Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, we knew... Rousey and them were going to win. We didn't realize just how little Rousey was going to have to do to get the win. Better match for um, it. Better match for it. Not wrong even a little bit. Uh, I was very disappointed that Shotzi and Natalia didn't come out in matching tanks, but they did have matching helmets, and that was kind of cute. That was neat, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Um, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, I want to see more of them as a tandem. Yeah. Like, them versus Lita and Becky would be just a ton of fun. The complaint department lives forever, I hope. Um, and Chelsea Green kind of stole this match mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, she did really Like, she well. just kind of showed... She she really kind of showed the character work that she's capable of. Yeah. Because that's what carried it. Like, she's, she's, she's good in the ring, obviously. 
But like it's this character that she has is so good. It's so entertaining. Yeah. And like just the idea that like everyone hates her, including kind of her tag team partner. Mm hmm. Being annoyed at her. It's just it, this, this. It was it was a lot of fun. Like it wasn't bad by any stretch, um, but it just it kind of it was what it was. Again, there's no stakes. There was really to me no drama because of, you know, Ronda Rousey's at WrestleMania. She's not leaving without a win. Yeah. And that's why like that's I just, think I picked. Didn't you also pick them? Yeah, I was like, yeah, we were both. Yeah, I was like, there's no way that they're not going to win this one, which I I would have loved for. No, I didn't care. That's who needed to win. I take that back. I like there's single people in this match that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, but like team wise, not that was the right choice. Uh, next up was the probably my favorite match of the weekend. It's going to be right up there for match of the year. Uh, the triple threat for the WWE Intercontinental Championship as Gunther retained against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. God damn. God damn. It was gross. They were they were oh. trying to remove skin one layer at a time. It was What was it like 70 something chip blows to the chest landed? <laughs> it that sounds Which, I mean, low. <laughs> well Dalton said Dalton Dalton said, you know, anything over 20 is uh, unnecessary. I mean, a lot of it was unnecessary. <laughs> you can't tell me half the shit they did was necessary because they the, were shoot hitting each other. <laughs> the twenty nine beats of the Bowdrum, uh, Bowdrum, whatever. Why am I blanking? You're good. The Seamus, yeah, the, yeah, apron yeah, yeah. clubs. Uh, god damn. Oh my god. Like I feel like he was supposed to get to thirty, and Drew legit was, like, was no, just like, "Fuck, fuck you." you. <laughs> I'm not doing a single one of those. Eat like, my whole ass, Sheamus. Um, no, so, that match was so good. I love that they got rid of Gunther for a little bit to just have. Yeah. Because, like, it was one of those I didn't see. Sheamus made sense. Sheamus could have won that match, and I'd have been like, dope, 100%. Because that would have been the one he hasn't gotten. Mm-hmm. Drew's WWE career started with the IC title. Now, granted, that was, like, ten over 10 years ago. Um, so like, yeah, um, but like, keep it on Gunther because he's going to beat the honky talk or they need to let him beat the honky talk man because like, yes, he does as much as I like making the jokes about honky tonks man song because it's such, it's one of my favorite entrance songs of WWE history because it's so fucking ridiculous. Um, and it sums up that character perfectly. Um, we need to have a new IC title rain holder because like he's it's the honky tonk man there i was able to tie the song back into it um but like gunther goddamn goddamn this match ruled um big meaty men slapping meat um that was just a butchery they are but butchery butcher that was just a butcher shop they were just smacking it the whole time uh i'm pretty sure like oh god it was the audio, like the audible, just skin tearing from chops of just, Oh, yep. That removed a layer. Oh man. His Seamus's chest is matching his hair. Oh, now it's darker than his hair. Jesus Christ. It was so great. It was so great. Gunther's getting a new action figure in like two waves buying that shit. Fuck pre-ordering it right now. Now that I think about it, (laughs) uh, Gunther is only 152 days away. Uh, excuse me, 153 days away from beating Honky Tonk Man's record. Just let him have it. Like, it's that's totally doable. It's 
because uh, he's according to uh, cagematch.net, he's at 301 days and Honky Tonk Man's reign was 454 days. So he's he's right there. Uh, I'm trying to find I can't find the uh, pre-orders early May. I'll wait. And it's 30 bucks. I'll wait for ringside to drop it down a little bit. It's just 30 bucks for an elite. You're so, I was so excited. I was just like, once oh, I saw $30, I was like, uh, but I was like, I could order Sammy with it. And then I was like, yeah, but that's gonna be like 60 bucks for two action figures. And it's not defining moments. Um, but the fucking Gunther figure, have you seen it? It looks dope as hell. Say, I bet it looks like Gunther. Like, well, no, so here's the thing I have, um, because again, I have always loved Gunther. Like, this is one that, like, and you can attest to this, this isn't like recency bias or anything like that. Like, I have always fucking loved this big Austrian. Um, so whenever they announced his uh first elite, what I think it was like sitting right here at one point, um, they announced his first elite whenever he was NXT and it was Walter. And I pre-ordered it like the second I was able to, because it had like he had the ring general jacket and he was big chubby boy, and like they gave him a really cool body. This, and I'm sending it through Discord, is the current one, and like it is so goddamn cool. Uh, just full full red. Um, I really hope at least like give us a battle pack with uh, Giovanni and Ludwig, because mm-hmm. yeah, I want all of Imperium. Um. Oh, speaking of that, because I can't get over it, um, WWE 2K23 has Giovanni Vinci in his NXT gimmick and not in his Imperium gimmick. Even though he's in the Imperium stable, they didn't like change his gear last second, so I'm going to have to turn it. He's going to, like, I'm eventually going to have to make him. What was his old name? Was he Bartel? Uh, Marcel Bartel. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just have to put him in his Bartel gear to make it actual Imperium, but then he's not going to be in red, but I can just put him all in black. It's fine. It's a little gripe, but this new Gunther figure is so dope. I also have to get the new Seamus because, like, I have, I think I have, like, a, I need the double jointed arm Seamus. Double jointed arms and Telmo Elites are kind of weird. Anyway, this fucking match, holy shit. They murdered each other. I hate that I can't find the stat because someone did actually break down, like, how many chops were thrown. Like who got hit the most? Seamus threw the most because, but it was because of that the twenty nine, uh, the apron, the twenty nine. Yeah, um, I will say I know. Don't I don't know the exact quote, but Biggie said like this is potentially like his legit like new favorite match of all time, and it's like yeah, it's hard to really uh, argue against that. So yeah, here's the here's the the Walter figure. He's big and meaty. Like they gave him like a mm-hmm. bigger body. Um, I'm keeping this one because this is Walter. That's Gunther. That's two. There's there's two different people. It's like Surfer Sting and Crow Sting. Like they're two different people. I I have to have them both. Got to get double jointed arms on this guy. Now I got to find a new figure to put on this one to get double jointed arms. But he even comes with the hey Asa. He comes with the chopping hands. Just the big and meat. Those big old meat. Yeah, I just. Meek. Those meaty mitts. That's what I was trying to get to. I've always, God, I've, tired. I've always enjoyed Seamus, even whenever he was doing goofy shit. Um, Drew McIntyre, um, since he's come back to the WWE a couple years ago, even like his NXT shit has been way more hits than misses. And the transformation of Walter to Gunther, I remember really hating the name change. And I'm still not the biggest fan. You were very mad about it. Well, and it's because again, this is someone I've always be- loved. Um, also, to be fair, the initial first and last name... Oh, yeah, bad, bad. ...was, again, a reference to an actual Nazi 
uh, general. Yeah. So. Um, bad. But. Hmm. I don't like that the Nazis have come twice up twice now. now. Yeah. Well, we're not condoning it. Um. Well, no, obviously not. <laughs> well, there's. But it is no, just one of those in things. In the year like, 2023, I, we very much have to be clear about that. That's a whole bigger problem. <laughs> I meant. I, I mean, I meant for the two of oh, us, yeah. obviously not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I will. But it is very much that, like. It's weird that WWE had has, has had to like multiple Nazi they've used issues. Nazi, they've used Nazi imagery to. If I had a nickel for every time that WWE used Nazi imagery in the last couple years by by accident, uh, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened twice. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that I have ten cents worth. Um, yeah, that's uh, but like, unfortunate. So anyway, getting back to like what I was saying with the name change and everything, like because even whenever it was Gunther, I was I was not happy. But I was slightly tickled over the fact that they fucked up that hard. Because I was like, yes, just put him back to Walter then. Because that's fine. Like, I'm happy mm-hmm. you fucked up. Because now we can have Walter back. And they just made him Gunther. And I was like, I hate this. And then he did the whole body transformation. Like, he put himself on, like, a strict diet and workout routine. And he has changed his, like, physical appearance. Where I thought Skinny, like, Walter was a scary individual. Gunther is scarier somehow. Because he still has the giant head, but now his body's yeah. trimmed. Now he looks like an actual pit bull. He just had a body that was proportionate to, or a head that was proportionate to his body at first. Now he looks scary-er, which is impressive. Um, this match was so good, though. I, I knew this was going to be the, like, whenever we talked about it last week, I was like, this is going to be Ace's favorite match, which is so funny. Because this is not an Ace match. No, this, see, this is, this is an Ace match because... It's, it's three people that I adults. know for sure. Like this is the match those three wanted to have. Yeah, it's 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 the consent in the matter of just like Gunther th- versus Miz is going to be a miserable view- viewing experience for him. No, I'm gonna love it because he's gonna, so like yeah. I'm gonna see him try to chop the soul out of him, and he's gonna be yeah. like, Ugh, did I? I definitely sent you the start fake hitting each other during this match, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, just start fake hitting each other, please it's but yeah this this match was amazing like again it's probably gonna be one of my matches of the year it's definitely gonna be one of my matches of the year uh it might be match of the year it might it's probably match of the weekend for me quite just not frankly great things quite frankly i believe that this uh gunther figure is gonna be my figure of the year because like be. they gave him a new head sculpt for it and everything like it's not even the walter <laughs> head oh my god this figure is gonna fucking rule <laughs> sorry sorry you're so excited sorry uh <laughs> not 30 dollars that excited. i wish not $30 excited. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, going on to something that I wish I was as excited for. Uh, the WWE Raw Women's Championship was up next as Bianca Belair defeated Asuka to retain the title. Uh, again, the build to this match really did them no favors. Uh, it could have been a lot better. If they wanted to turn Asuka, they should have done it much earlier in the feud. Uh, but they didn't, and then they just kept doing, like, the, oh, well, Asuka's mind games. Like, there's not mind games. She kicked her. And, like, oh, she's using the poison mist that she's used that she always for years uses, now. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't get it. Oh, that should have um, also been my po- moment of positivity, or power of positivity, of just uh, Muda shooting the mist up and Asuka just mm-hmm. fangirling over it. Yeah, that yeah. should have been my power of positivity. Wrestling was really was, cool this weekend, guys. It it really was. Um, I liked how, like, the fake out with the mist. Yeah, that was cool. Like, at first, I was like, oh, shit, did something get fucked up? But, like, no, that's just, it, it was, it was clever. Yeah. I dug it. 
Uh, also, we talked about it a little bit earlier, um, but shout out to Bianca's uh, entrance with the uh, dancing, the the girls dancing troupe. Yeah. Uh, Bianca always does something like local like that yeah. because now the she had the choir, um, or not the choir the uh, uh, was it a, was it more dancers last year? It might have been. I don't remember. I'm on it. But she usually does. But she does like local people uh, spotlighting them yeah. in in her entrance, which is super cool. Also, is and and I'm just gonna ask this, just not you know really expecting any kind of legitimate answer. Is Bianca Belair undefeated at WrestleMania now? Yes. Because I think she's only had three, two WrestleMania matches. Three WrestleMania matches. No, Becky. Yeah, no, Becky, I, 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 correct, I corrected myself after I said two. Well, no, I was just saying, I was, I was going out loud of just, like, what the three are. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure that, well, no, she is undefeated because she's beaten all three of those. I don't think she had a match before that. Because before that was COVID, I don't think she had a match that time. She didn't because she came uh, out with the she came out with the street profits the uh, Monday after. She didn't have a match on that mania, but she was at WrestleMania 34. No, she wasn't. WrestleMania WrestleMania debut by participating in the WrestleMania Women's that Battle Royal. That doesn't fucking count at WrestleMania that 34, but was eliminated by Becky fucking Lynch. Fucking count. I'm sorry. Read the card. Is she on it now? Yeah, she's undefeated in singles matches. But because I because like I'm thinking like she had kind of neat if there was a cool if there was another street going. She had um, a marching band from a local the marching band. Yeah, that's, that's what, it, what was. it was. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a local because she had the marching band uh, drum major entrance jacket. Again, someone who just does. I can't even say her mania gear doesn't miss her mm-hmm. fucking gear never misses. I feel so yeah. bad for Mattel whenever they have to make a Bianca Belair figure because there's so many fucking deco hits they have to do because she goes all the fuck out for her gear all the time. Cause she's the one that makes it mm-hmm. like it's so good. She's it's so good. Um, I did see uh it was like an Instagram post or something of how she ran out of time adding the stars to her gear. So Dakota Kai like helped her finish it. Oh, I love Dakota Kai like, so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's funny on TikTok. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it was a good match. Um, I, the Oscar stuff was weird. Um, the build toward the builds, but the match was good. So yeah, in a bubble, fantastic, loved it. Yeah, it was it was solid. Just I wish there could have been more. Uh, next up, because again, keep in mind, Bobby Lashley did not have a match. They paraded him out with his trophy for thirty seconds, and that was it. Uh, but Lashley didn't have a match. No LA Knight. Sorry, Hunter. Uh, just, just vibes. But Snoop and Miz come out to talk about that night's attendance. Uh, Snoop or Miz gets on to Snoop about like, hey, you set me up. You, you know, I don't appreciate you stealing my spotlight. Uh, I liked when Miz was comparing their like histories. And it's trying to say like they were they were the same. You are like by him being like, oh, yeah, I've been in the Marine movies. Like I just that was a funny little bit. But then Snoop Dogg introduces yet another mystery opponent for the Miz and is even more expensive than the $10,000 suit and out comes Shane McMahon who I would have 100% would have been like, Oh, it's Bobby Lashley. Yeah. He's going to bring up Bobby Lashley. Lashley's going to tap him out in like three seconds. It's going to be funny. Nope. 
It's Shane McMahon. <laughs> Shannon who... sent me so many fucking messages. He was like, oh he... shit, here comes the money. Because I think he knew that I was fucking over it. <laughs> he can sense my, uh. <laughs> uh, Shane coming, making his return to WWE since last year's Royal Rumble, where he just apparently ruined so much shit. Uh, but Shane comes to the ring, is blown the fuck up. <laughs> It's such a long ramp. I'm not. It's like an 80 yard yeah, ramp. Like, yeah, I like, feel so, like I mean, if you do that at anything besides a brisk walk, you're going to be a little blown up. Uh, Ultimate Warrior so Shane, would have died again. Mm hmm. Um, Shane, blown up, starts the match, does a leapfrog, comes down, and just goes down. Uh, goes down, stays down, then, baby. And it's one of those scenes, so, like, Miz is kind of, like, dancing around him a little bit, and it's clear something has gone yeah. wrong. Well, it was one of those things, because, like, we were in a group chat, and a couple of people were like, oh, was that work? And I was like, he kept running. Like, if it was if it was a work, Miz would have stopped. The ropes don't, like, you can stop yourself, believe it or not. Those aren't magical yeah. ropes. So the second I saw Miz still running, I was like, oh, Shane got fucked. And then yeah. they, and that helped us out later in the night, because that was definitely our tell that something was fucked. But um, they just stayed on Miz for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the greatest improv of all time in Mania history occurred. Um, yeah, I don't. I wanted. I want a full story about what happened here. I did see a video on TikTok this morning of a cameraman being like, "Punch Miz, punch Miz, punch Miz, yeah, punch Miz," like and gesturing at Snoop. So then Snoop gets in the ring, punches Miz, punches Miz again, like takes him out, hits. The people's elbow, his, baby. If you thought his frog splash was bad, the pe- the worst people's elbow I have ever seen, and that's saying no, something because it's gonna, a people's elbow. I'm timing you out. Half of the worst people elbow you ever seen, because his execution of the elbow drop I still absolutely love. Because he jumped up with it, it, he got height. Um, and Snoop's an older gentleman, like he's not a spring mm-hmm. chicken. He got good height on it. He actually landed it pretty hard on Miz, which may have sucked for Miz a little bit, but like, you knew what you signed up for. No, actually you didn't know what you signed up for that time. Um, his running the ropes was hands down the most comical thing in the world. And only because I train, like I've, I wrestle and mm-hmm. I used to like the first time I tried running the ropes, Brandon Barbar went, what the fuck was that? Cause I'm pretty sure I ran the ropes like Snoop did. Because mm-hmm. you don't think about it. You don't think, like, grab the top rope, make sure you're not going to die, shit like that. You're just like, oh, you hit the ropes, and you keep running. You may be able to mm-hmm. lean on him a little bit. So that's what Snoop did, and it was so wholesome for some reason to me, where I was like, ha and then he did the elbow drop, and I was like, oh, fuck, that actually looked kind of good. Um, so, no, sir, I'll give you half of that. He had half of the worst people's elbow drop. He fucked up the least important part of the people's elbow drop. The people's elbow. Yeah. Why do I keep calling it the people's elbow drop? It's not called that. It's just the people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're a silly, silly man. Uh, the but man, what a shit situation for just everybody yeah. involved. Um, you never hope someone gets hurt. You never hope someone gets no. hurt. But I think mm-hmm. that this is literally the best case scenario. Because <laughs> like it did. Like here's the thing. The crowd would have popped for Shane beating the Miz. Yes, hundred percent. They would have. They would. Have, it would have been over because it's Mania and it's someone we haven't seen in a while. But I think the like Snoop getting that win over the Miz. They honestly should have just been like Snoop's gonna be like, and you're matching with me, and then fucking punch him in the head twice like he did and go over. I think the reaction for Snoop beating the Miz was so good that I was like, all right, cool. You never want someone to get hurt, obviously. 
but this literally led to one of the coolest mania moments that I think I will forever hold dear of just like, this is fucking lunacy so much. And like fucking kudos to Snoop and Miz. Like everybody in this situation deserves all the praise in the fucking world because Mm -hmm. Snoop is not a wrestler and he just went in there and like, I've been in the ring when shit goes sideways and I did it in front of like 20 people. And I think I froze a little bit. Snoop didn't freeze at all. Now, granted, the man's like a born entertainer. Like the motherfucker, his whole life has just entertained people. So like, it makes sense. But he walked in. I think Triple H, Triple H even said it where he's like, I've seen people 15, 20 years in the business, not be able to do things like that of just like, Mm -hmm. fuck shit went sideways. What do we do? Snoop didn't do that at all. It was almost like some people thought it was real or not real. Some people thought it was all like for the show on because of just how well Snoop sold it. Like that looked like it was supposed to happen and it fucking wasn't. And I think that's why I will forever love this because that's how good Snoop did. And that's how good Miz did. Like it was, it was perfect all around. And it was also the fuck Miz at mania thing, which I absolutely love. Like I, I love that running bit of just fucking with Miz. Um, but yeah, no, I loved it so much. It was better than Pat McAfee. And that is a sentence that you do not hear me say too much. Because Pat McAfee is, like, one of my favorite humans in this world, um, just entertaining-wise. And, like, Snoop beat him by a fucking country mile. And he did way less. He didn't have to backflip off the top rope. No. He just had to, no, he he just had to punch him in the forehead twice and put down the prettiest elbow drop. And, and, and drop the elbow. Well, after that, the bad luck would continue, unfortunately, as the Hell in a Cell match was next. Edge defeated the demon Finn Balor. Not just Edge brood edge that's dumb that's fucking dumb it wouldn't be near as fucking dumb if he if brood edge came out to the fucking broods music yeah the song that's better than any slayer song i'll say it oh i nobody's gonna argue with you on this podcast the the so that didn't make sense i i will say though fucking loved his like if it wasn't for the music yeah Edge's entrance gear, best gear of the weekend. Just like the 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 decayed yeah. wings, like it was ten out of ten. Adored it, loved yeah. it. Yeah, but just like the sl- like brood edge. Why do you gotta call it brood edge? It's so dumb. Because also he oh, was that was annoying. He was never brood edge to begin with. He was just edge. Like yeah, who was in the brood? Yeah, who was in the brood? It's not like Demon Balor, where that is just a thing we've called him since day one of the Demon. Like yeah. that's and then yeah. they. Obviously, you can't have Christian, but like you don't even have gang. You don't bring Gangrel in, so eh, whatever. Uh, and then the demon Finn Balor. It was just the demon, but this time with purple, uh, and he had handheld little smoke things that just the hand motions he was doing. All I could hear in my head was Mac from It's Always Sunny. Just, the second you said it, my brain went to it too. <laughs> Man, this is a great visual like, bit. But Asa slow mo dancing down. If you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, so yeah, the 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 entrance was a miss for me on on Balor, uh, which really bummed me out because I was oh no, stoked. say I still think I lo- I love the entrance again. I think of it still being daylight in California, kind of mess with it a little bit. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Because we, I will you say do, it was cool. There was like one of the things where I think Kenny in our group chat was just like, this picture's iconic. And I was like, except for the fact that you see the two fucks holding the smokestick's, like <laughs> that kind of ruined it a little bit. The uh I I will say I very much 
it the the daylight kind of hurt it as well um my my train of thought just completely derailed smoke he's wearing the smoke he's wearing demon but purple it was red and purple oh the music his it was cool that his music was uh it's cool that his music was like the original his nxt music like it it wasn't the remix so i thought that was kind of neat no it's the demon um it has to be the actual music it doesn't at all um you can't do the the, fucking bit with the i mean you can but it's not as cool he's also a heel so he doesn't want people to do it he still fucking did it that's true (laughs) that's a a say whenever i can argue with asa and you just go yeah (laughs) no like because i mean it's but it's one of those because like his new music they you can still kind of do it but he does it like off with like to keep the crowd off yeah kind of so um but another unfortunate incident you know they had more planned in this match than they did um Edge through the ladder at Balor. Balor did block it, but like it still it's cracked a, it's a ladder. real good in the yeah, head. Yeah, it's a ladder. There's so many um, fucking edges. So whenever we were watching it, I commented, I was like, I get that we have to worry about people in blood, and like, but like it's a hell in the cell match. Like, like if the dude can keep going, he should keep going. I was kind of like that, and then you sent me the picture of his head after the match, and I was like, I renege on all of that. Yeah, <laughs> like I was uh, that was the instant foot and in, like the most foot and mouth I've had in, in a while with you because that he got gashed. So I think the story is, is they did a quick staple job. Like once they realized he wasn't concussed because like Edge mm-hmm. had to like just stand there for a little bit, like a solid like minute and a half. And yeah, I he was pacing and I like, legit think because to... if you sit, go back and watch whenever like they gave him the clear, he was literally laying with his head with a towel over Balor. Sorry, I should say names. Balor had a towel over his head. And, like, I literally, in my head, this is what I think happened. They said, okay, we got the stapling. Because I think they did staple him a little bit. Like, they gave him, like, a quick mm-hmm. job to keep it from bleeding more. But I think they were like, all right, you're good. And the second he heard the word, guh, he was, like, popped up like it was nothing. And I was like, yeah, he's fine. See, it was just a little bit of blood. And then they showed the picture, and I was like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. My bad. Yeah, no, it was uh, 14 staples. Uh, required to close his to close his head his beautiful um, beautiful head that beautiful head hey but like a true pro wasn't on the face that money maker <laughs> is intact he tilted um baby yeah so and like me saying that i think if it wouldn't have been demon balor i would have been like no this makes sense because you can't see it like you can't see mm-hmm. the blood because it doesn't help that the motherfucker has black purple and red face paint on so it's not like but when you, you look at the canvas and you're like oh that's not paint that's not how paint transfers onto a canvas oh he's bleeding a lot and then you see the picture and you're just like oh that's why they stopped the match for a hot second it did put a damper on it i feel like they did like you said i feel like they had a lot more planned and honestly up until that point i was fucking digging this match because it was like that mm-hmm. perfect level of violence both ways there wasn't more like nobody was out violencing the other person at that point they were pretty mm-hmm. much fucking neck and neck and i was here for it um and then yeah it's just, it fucking sucks that that happened because like this that was going to be the best hell in a cell match that mania's ever had now that's it's yeah. not a high bar it's not a high bar but they were good and they may still have reached it in total fairness um yeah i just i wish it could have gone longer but the important thing is finn seems to be all right so that's good and i i will say too it was even though like so the, the commercial tie-in for this one was for the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, so it was wild that Russell Crowe did, did the intro. Yeah. Um, but the video package, too. That was dope. That between, like, it was so different than what we normally get. 
like telling this tale of um, Edge is this great warrior and then the demon prince and, and going all the way back to, you know, Edge forming Judgment Day. And it was just it was super cool. Uh, not necessarily historically accurate because like they made it sound like Judgment Day's just been wrecking Edge's shit this whole time. Um, <laughs> but just it was a cool level of storytelling. We're cool. That I, we are cool with revisionist history in our wrestling. Nothing else. That, I don't want revisionist history. Anyway. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, and wrestling storylines. My bad. My bad. I'll give you that. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. I just realized Plane Ryan from Hell was the thing that we did a little revisionist history on and then it got changed. Um, I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, you're right. Just storylines. And now, I, yeah, all right, cool. I'm done. So the next match. Uh, <laughs> and then the main event, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, finish the story. <laughs> Kinda. For the UU Championship. But Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa defeating Cody Rhodes via pinfall to retain hashtag and still your Ubu champion. Now this got a lot of people real, real big mad. Yeah. Which like, all right, if you're getting that upset over a wrestling storyline, we got bigger issues with you to figure out. That being said, I was like on this show last week being like, dude, Cody has to win. Like I was saying that. It was so obvious yeah. that Cody was going to win. And, like, the more that... I think, honestly, the the closer we got to this match... So, like, literally, from when we recorded Thursday to when we got to this match, I was 50-50 on it. Where I was like, I mean, if Roman wins, I won't hate it because I do like the work Roman's doing. And I was... Here's the thing I was afraid... Well, anyway, we'll get back to it. Um, So, whenever he ended up winning, I was like, okay. I wasn't mad. Like, and I wasn't even, like... Fucking Triple H can't fucking put the belt up. I wasn't like that. At all. I was like, I'm sure they're gonna like keep the story going for another year. It's not gonna be a continuous story for a year. That's not what I'm. I think is gonna happen. But I think it's going to be. This is so. I think we're gonna go Mania to Mania, and I think that Cody is gonna be out of the title picture up until Mania. Maybe. Um... I, I think it's going to Mania. I, I don't think... I think now that Roman Reigns has won... Uh, he's going to hit 1,000. Oh, 100%. Because that's like 45 days away, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's going to hit 1,000 days as champion. I If he didn't lose it at WrestleMania in the main event of Night 2, of ultimately one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time, he's not losing it as something that isn't WrestleMania. Yeah. S- barring injury or suspension or the heat death of the universe like roman reigns is not losing that title not at wrestlemania if he didn't lose it to sammy in montreal or to cody uh in los angeles he's gonna lose it to Mansoir in saudi arabia he's, he's got uh, well, <laughs> uh there might be a quick pit stop for another goldberg win you know, <laughs> in, in, in Jeddah. um but it's one of those things where it's like, I really don't mind that he won. Mm-hmm. I was laughing. Like, I was legitimately just like, oh, my God. I was so surprised. Oh, no, it was it was cool that they that actually it, did it. And and I will say, I will say, I understand the fr- like, I understand the frustration of it was like, man, this was another Roman Reigns match where he stopped selling the last five minutes. Outside interference, spear, win. Yeah. 
like that is which Roman Reigns match did I just describe? Yeah, the I mean you described Saturday or Sunday night's match, but you've also described like I'm pretty sure he did that against Sammy. Pretty sure, like the last six months. Pretty much longer than that. It's since the bloodline's been a thing, it, that's that's kind of the thing. So I understand the frustration there, um, but like my big question now which is a fun question to have is who is it going to eventually be cody it could still eventually be sammy i still think that people are dismissing jay i think it should be jay at this point if you're not going to give it to cody like jay because again jay is kind of the start of this whole story i mean no jay is the start of this whole story mm -hmm. um yeah I think it needs to be Jay. I, I want it to be Jay. If it's not Jay, I want it to be Cody. Um, they really need to separate those belts, man. Yeah, they that that is one thing that I was hoping that they were going to do on Raw like, is that they were going to they were going to split. Them. Roman is doing such a great job, and he is like. Unfortunately, I will say with the belts being split. Or the belts being together, it's really made the IC title important, which has really made Gunther important. Because again, people, mm -hmm. a lot of people are just like, it should be Gunther next year. They should give yeah. that. It should be the fucking Ultimate Warrior Hogan match, and let Gunther be the guy. The issue with Gunther being the guy, and I, this is not an issue for me. It is not an issue for me. Um, him being foreign, outside it, like in America, I think is the big thing where he won't be. He won't have a sustained title run. That being said, if Gunther beats Roman and then Cody beats Gunther, that match will also fucking rule. Um, there's like a lot of ways it can go. I want it to be Jay though. Um, I think Jay has done the best work of his entire career he'll ever have was in the last two years. Basically the hell in the cell or the I quit match where he was going to fuck up Jimmy and that's what made Jay quit from that moment to now. One of the most underrated runs of a single worker in WWE history. And to me, I think part of it, though, is who he's playing off of. Oh, 100%, yes. S having Sammy and Cody there is huge for not just Jay, but for Roman as well. And I'm... I don't... It's not... I, I kind of agree with the people that are saying, like, how are you going to say finish the story in a year? Because if you finish the story, what then what's next for Cody? Does he have a long reign? Like once the, it's all about the chase. Yeah. Look at every great babyface champion. Like the chase is typically better than the title reign. So with, with Cody, it's like, okay, I'm fine with there being more of a chase and them transitioning to Brock was great. I loved how they did that too. Of just like, yeah, you pick someone who wrestled at WrestleMania but they'll never get a chance at the WWE that at this championship again. Yeah. If they do. So good luck there. And then Brock comes out. It's like, Oh, he already can't. Yeah. It was because he lost that unification match. Like he's already out. So that's actually kind of hilarious. And that idea of him teaming with Cody, just like one Brock in a tag match, which would be like the first time he's been in a tag match in 20 years yeah, uh, or whatever that stat was, was is like, Oh, I love that. And then for him to just, fucking eat cody's lunch and just ruin his month murder him which was weird because he was already having so, a bad month i will say too i'm also very excited to see that match like like you said when brock sells it's amazing yeah. he's so good at it and when he's selling with someone he doesn't care to sell for 
like that he that he doesn't mind to sell for i should say yeah oh so good but uh so yeah cody needs to do more of a chase my question though is cody was so fucking over at mania sammy was so fucking over at montreal that was kind of lightning in a bottle and i don't know are they going to be able to continue that or you know is it going to be wrestlemania 40 what's the crowd reaction going to be so that and granted we've already questioned it i already questioned oh man if if, if it are is the crowd going to turn on cody because he's not sammy well, they didn't. So, you know, I don't think it's an impossible feat. And then my question but it's like was, you're making your you're making yourself work harder. Yeah. My question was going to be, is the <coughs> crowd going to turn on Roman because it wasn't Cody? That's what I thought was going to happen. That was I think I even told you, I was like, I'm very interested to see what the crowd reaction to Roman's going to be like. Still really good. Like nothing for him really changed um, from from Monday night. It was very much still a Roman reaction. Um. So I, I think everything is still very much on the course. I think putting Lesnar against um, Rhodes is a, an amazing idea because you can keep him off. Again, I think that we're going to not have Cody in the title picture until Mania season next year. I think he's going to have a, you have to run the fucking gauntlet to get back to where you were. And not mm-hmm. because the authority hates him or some shit like that. I think it is literally, no, you fucked up. And you took every, like, I think he's going to have another Rollins series this year. Maybe not three matches, but he's going to be facing Rollins again. And, um, because again, Rollins has been white hot for a while now, just match quality wise. And Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people I want to see face Cody. And honestly, we may get Jay and Cody having a a couple matches one-on-one. That would rule. Um, I just think right now we're in the perfect storm of good stories that are telling that Roman winning this one isn't the worst thing in the world. Also, um, think about WrestleManias that end in zero versus WrestleManias that end in literally any other number. Outside of, what was the ending of WrestleMania 10? I don't think that one was good. But, like, WrestleMania 20 has, like, one of the most, uh, well, uh, had one of the most iconic moments in wrestling history. Followed by WrestleMania 30 with uh, Brian Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. God fucking damn it, that was hard. (laughs) Daniel Bryan holding up both belts. Like, I think they really, really have a hard-on making the the 10-year anniversary ones be, like, this huge spectacle. So them waiting until... Again, I'm with you. I don't think he loses at any mat, any show other than a mania. Um, yeah. Unless next month we find out that the next Saudi Arabia show is the greatest WrestleMania that's ever maniaed. <laughs> um, they they just straight up call it WrestleMania 40. God fucking damn it! God, I shut. <laughs> I liked my title a lot better because it didn't piss me off. Because um, <laughs> you're a coward. But yeah, I, 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 I again, I'm curious. I'm along for the ride. Um, I I get if you're kind of fatigued on it, especially with like how good because you run the risk of it's it's a it's a quote from Brian Cranston that I always really liked about. Uh, breaking bad about shows that he's worked on specifically like breaking bad of i would wait i would rather have people say oh i wish that show i wish that was still going oh i wish we got more of that show oh i wish this was i wish it was still on i would rather hear that a million times than hear oh that's still on yeah it it, and, and with the bloodline man this would have been a nice little bow um it, it would have been great so 
I, I, if you're getting fatigued by it, I get it. I'm not saying that you don't get to be. I'm like, I'm not yet, but that's not saying that, you know. And for, in five be. months' time, are you going to still feel the same? Now, yeah, granted, if by the time we're at the, if we're, if we get to, the, to SummerSlam and it's Jay and Roman, and then Roman wins again, just be like, okay, what the fuck? Um, and yeah, quite frankly, like, I am still very much on the Roman Reigns, like, I still really love the shit he's doing. It's, they just, they need, they need to freshen up some of the finishes. Like, I get them not wanting to just beat Cody clean, especially if you are planning on having a rematch down the line. But at the same time, just the, the interference, the spear, that's it. Like, there needs to be another element to it. Especially since Cody already beat Solo. Like, he's the one that beat, that ended Solo's undefeated streak. Yeah. So. Sorry, everybody just came home. Because okay, I heard gotcha. a bunch of sounds that wasn't a cat, and I was like, "Is this? Are you going to see me get killed on air? And you're not going to get the footage, or you're not going to mm-hmm. get the audio recording?" And then I heard voices I knew. Um, Officer, please just let me in for just one second. I won't touch anything except the top. laptop. It's fine. And then you're going to be really upset whenever you find out it's a fucking Mac, and you're going to be like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Can I borrow this? Like, let me sign. Let me sign one of those evidence checkout slips. <laughs> I've watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. I have to. I have uh, to Google how to get the audio file off of this. It's still recording. It's been three days. No, you won't. You're saying no. God, all cops are bastards. <laughs> uh, the so mania over. So overall, for for night one and night two combined, because mm-hmm. night one to me is it like damn near a ten out of ten. Fucking killed it. Oh, 100 percent. Night two. Night two, I really enjoyed the the I I enjoyed so much of it, but it just it the, the Shane thing and Balor getting hurt really kind of derailed um, a lot of that momentum in really unfortunate ways. I, but it had that IC triple threat. Yeah, and so, that match fucking ruled. So where do you where where do you put night one and night two WrestleMania thirty nine as a whole? In the, let's say, tier list. S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier. Top 25%. Like, of all... Motherfucker. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I gave you such clear instructions. Uh, sorry. S, A, B, C, or D, and you say top 25%. Well, I want to hit you. Um, so bad. Oh my god, I am legitimately angry a, at you for, I think, the first time. In a while. Um, in a real long um, time. A tier, but like more close to s tier like i would put it in a tier um why did you not record you yelling that i feel like that would have been funny because <laughs> i didn't want to interrupt the point you were making yeah but that so would i could scream a profanity yeah but that would have at least made me happy um i if i had to put it in a tier list like that um i would put it in a but i would be like but this one is like i'm either putting it at the very beginning of a or very ending of s if i had to put it like on all manias of all time that's where I'm at. Yeah. That, that I would, but I would put it in S. But it would be kind of like towards the end. It's, it's kind of maybe towards the bottom, like off the top of my head, just because of the way thirty ended. Like that right there is one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Plus now, like looking back on the streak ending, I have such. I am so much more okay with Brock being the one to end the streak after seeing the work Brock has done in the fucking nine years since then. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to think that's how long it's been. Because he's like, but... he came back in 2012. So he's been with a company mm-hmm. every year since for 11 years. And that's insane to think about. Like, that um, mm-hmm. that stat is pretty solid. Um, but, yeah. 
I love WrestleMania, but hey, we are gonna, I'm gonna shotgun through these. Real quick, because I was about to say, we can end the show here, because like, I kind so I sent you what I made last night, the steak and ramen, and I, we're mm-hmm. at 8.53 right now. So like, if we can, if we end soon, I can run to Walmart and make it again, because now I'm like, I want to fix it, the recipe, and make it better. <laughs> I'm not saying end the show early because of that, I'm just saying like, that's what's in my brain now. Oh, I'm not gonna. <laughs> we're, we're, probably, we're gonna push, we're, we're gonna push, uh wrestling with articulation that's we'll we'll do a bigger episode next week we'll do a bigger section of that next week we will also talk more about the endeavor sale and vince being back next week so um we'll know so more this is so gonna be, be good yeah and that'll give us a chance to to maybe know a little bit more uh it'll give really it'll give us context for smackdown vince was already in town for raw for wrestlemania is he still there for smackdown is going to be i think a, a an interesting question but uh wrestlemania fantastic but it was the last show of the weekend saturday afternoon i watched this on delay um or i watched this after the fact because i had to work on saturday but nxt stand and deliver was also saturday it was fine um nothing really truly blew me away like i was kind of hoping maybe some of the stuff would Mm -hmm. some cool moments uh, I do think you should probably go out of your way. Uh, there were spots that there, there's one specific thing that happened in the tag team triple threat for the NXT for the tag titles that you will hate so much. Explain it to me. Just describe it. No, damn it. No, it is. I will call it tower of doom esque, but a million times worse. God, how? Nope. I'll figure it out. You'll watch it and you'll see. Um, and it could have been significantly worse than it was, but they kind of fucked it up a little bit. But honestly, like probably for the best, um, that and the five way for the North American championship, I would say go out of your way for, and you specifically the NXT women's ladder match, mostly just for the end. Cause I know that'll make you happy. I already saw it. So um, I loved that I, mean, the, but, I, I loved that I said I want Indy to win, but but I know she won't. And then she wins, mm-hmm. and then she wins with Dexter Loomis. I was smiling ear. I just saw the finish of that match. I was smiling ear to goddamn ear. Oh, it yeah. made me so happy. It, I uh, so the NXT standard deliver started off. Tyler Bate and Chase University defeated the Schism. Uh, Ava, Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, and Jagger Reed. Uh, this was, it was fine. It was fun. Duke Hudson teased joining the schism. He took off his Chase University stuff. He put on the schism shirt, but then he attacked Joe Gacy from behind, like as they were looming on them five on three. Like it was a cool, it was a fun moment. Maybe they should have just put him with schism because now schism is one person. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's two. Oh yeah. It's, it's two. It's two people. Gacy, Gacy and Ava. Uh, apparently Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed took that loss so personally and they took that loss so hard. Uh, that they requested and apparently were granted their release. Yeah, grand open and grand close. That was quick. Yeah, so I, well, I mean, it really wasn't like they were there for a while. No, no, no. The what I mean is, oh. yeah, the time from asking to the time from getting. Because like, how many gotcha. how many Luke Harper jokes did we make of just like, oh, him asking for his request added five months to his contract. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think Shawn Michaels just like looked at like they went into his office. They didn't even say anything. It was like, okay, yeah, you guys are good. Yeah, yeah you're good. Just like, I get it. I'm sorry. You guys look like you lost your smile. I understand. 
Um, Which is funny because one of them wore a smiley button on their shirt at all. T- they, no, that's their whole <laughs> shtick. Is they wear that's their they, they wear the pin. They didn't uh, walk the in with match. the pins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. Indy Hartwell defeated oh. Roxanne Perez, Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, Lyra Valkyria, and Tiffany Stratton uh, to become the new NXT Women's Championship. And don't get me wrong, I am so happy that Indy won. I they haven't been utilizing her the best. It's pretty much since the way mm-hmm. uh, disbanded. Outside of like anytime Dexter Loomis shows up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we remember this is a thing," but. Uh, it's, it, this was a very feel good moment, but what are but you going to do? But I'm greatly, I'm greatly confused by it. Yeah. Because you have, you, you have Roxanne Perez retain her title against Satomura, do a fake injury angle, have her come back and cut this impassioned, like, promo to let her in the ladder match because she wants to prove that her anxiety doesn't define her. And if you have anxiety, you can still fight and win and be a champion. And then she loses. Oh, that's something we didn't even talk about. John Cena making his entrance with a bunch of the Make-A-Wish kids and then losing. What the fuck, man? Like, wrestle- wrestling has taught me that your heroes will lose and uh, you too can be anxious and also lose. <laughs> Fucking life lessons, bro. Um... I don't know. It was it's it's a weird choice, and and especially because it doesn't look like Perez is getting an immediate rematch. Yeah. Like it's between Stratton and then Cora Jade finally came back. So like, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't get it, Dalton. I don't get it. Fun match though. Match was fun, uh, and it was and the ending was a very legitimate like feel good moment. Yeah. Uh, the triple threat tag team match. Gallus defeated the family. Yes. The D'Angelo family and the Creed brothers, um, because um, Joe Coffey came back mm-hmm. and helped Gallus full, win. Full Gallus. Gotta love a full so Gallus. We are, we're back to full Gallus. I'm honestly stoked that Joe Coffey is back. Yeah, he's real good. Like, I didn't watch a ton of NXT UK, but I enjoyed watching that him. That dude's fucking great. So, uh, Good on them. Bump again. I would have liked this match more if it was Gallus versus the Creed brothers, but maybe we'll get that farther down the line, as well. So, fingers crossed there. Uh, Wesley defeated Axiom, Dragon Lee, Ilya Dragunov, and JD McDonald. Google me in a fatal five way for the NXT North American Championship. Million miles an hour was a ton of fun. Absolute blast. Uh, Johnny Gargano defeated Grayson Waller by submission in an unsanctioned match. Again, this one had some fun moments in it with Candice LeRae. Uh, the ending of the match with Indy and the, pretty much the whole way. Minus the worst excuse me, one. Except for, yeah, minus theory. Uh, we got Johnny Takeover back, essentially. Like, yeah, dope. Uh, in, in black and gold gear. Like, that was just a neat little thing. I dug it. Uh... I did, I will say, I skipped the women's tag match just because I don't care about the story. I read what happened, and I was just like, oh, I don't, like, I, that got spoiled for me on Twitter. And you were like, whatever. Because it was legitimately, like, I was sitting down, I'm such a fucking addict to my phone, that, like, I had mostly avoided at all, like, a bunch of spoilers. Like, I'd seen a couple gifts, but, like, results I wasn't sure about. And then I, I saw someone post, I don't remember what I saw, but I saw, like, a breakdown and then i read what happened i was just like oh i'm good 
Yeah, but it's but it's Alba Fire and Isla Dawn uh, are the new NXT Women's Champions. And then the main event, Carmelo Hayes defeated Braun Breaker to become the NXT Champion, and they did something that I can't fucking stand. They did the Sting Triple H WrestleMania match bullshit of dude cheated to win blatantly don't raise his hand after the match is like a yeah we did it yeah fuck you no be mad this- which he was he turned brought they did kind of a du- which is weird because they did a double turn uh officially on nxt on tuesday where braun is a heel now yeah. but carmelo's the face even though trick williams cheated to hit braun with the belt uh, after being ejected from the uh, weird match was good um it it it's to me it didn't feel like it really clicked into like what they could do, but especially if this is match one mm-hmm. of a couple other matches that they're going to do, especially with a fully face Carmelo and a fully heel Braun, I'm on board for that rematch. Yeah, I am. I'm excited for that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and then last thing we'll talk about here tonight is Super Card of Honor. I wish I had more time to get into some of this, and I also wish that you had seen it because I really like this is a. a this is a show, like, if you could go out of your way to watch, mm-hmm. like, if you have time and you want to spend the money, do it. Um, I'm just... Uh, Takeshita beat Willie Mack, Jeff Cobb beat Tracy Williams, Willow Nightingale defeated uh, beat Miranda Alizé, and Stu Grayson defeated Slim J on the pre-show. Pre-show itself was fun. Like, I enjoyed all of those. I love that Stu Grayson's back in the companies. I do, yeah, too. that makes me so I'm happy. I'm so happy. Full, full Dark Order. St- well, ish. Uh, now do something with them. Yeah, god damn, do something with them. Do something meaningful Fuck, with them. WWE did uh, more with Dark Order this weekend than fucking Ring of Honor did. God damn, not wrong. <laughs> uh, that was, that was a very, very, like... Cody handing uh, Brody... Sweet yeah. moment. Yeah, that was... Cody giving the the weight belt to negative one. If, if Cole would have called him negative one, because, like, he said El Generico in the main event of night one of WrestleMania. I thought there was a chance. Yeah. I get it. I'm not mad, but it would have been cool. Um, El Hijo del Vikingo defeated Commander. Commander, I don't know. They. I feel like commentary said it both ways. It's different than what I said last week in the preview because I'm dumb. Um, but he won to retain the AAA Mega Championship. The shit that they both pulled off during this matchup is unreal. Like this was a lucha ass lucha match, and I loved every second of it. So good. Oh, also, uh, special guest commentator who is now all elite officially. Make Nigel McGinnis a fucking luminaries figure. Jazzwares. That's all I cared about. Whenever I saw that, I was like, yes, make the Ring of Honor line. Make a Nigel McGinnis. Do it now. Do it fucking yesterday. Do it now. Like I, I need a Nigel McGinnis figure. Figure. He has one. F- also, oh, go ahead. Uh, also, All In is returning uh, as AEW will be in Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I was very uh, underwhelmed by that announcement. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, actually, no, that is a really fucking big deal. It's something where it's like, personally, okay, that doesn't affect me even a little bit. Yeah. But like in the on the historical side of things, yeah, it, it, it's it's huge for AEW. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, Hio Del Vikingo, Commander, killed it. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, the Embassy defeated ar fox blake christian and metalik uh, for the six-man tag team championship 
It makes I, I, sense. Just, no, it fucking doesn't. You can only have a six-man match to be in that, to have that title. It's like... Unless you do two, th- or unless you do three, three-man teams. Do they do that a lot? I don't they know. They don't. We literally seen this title get defended at fucking Supercard back in 2018. And it was a fucking 3v3. It was a six-man ladder match. It makes sense, AC. You're just being a dick about it. I'm not... I just... It's dumb. Yeah, it's I get dumb. it. It's a trios title. No, they it's, are but a it's trio. not... Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. My bad. It's a trio. Just keep going. And it's still the embassy. Even though by now, Dalton... According to Dalton, Brian Cage was going to be on Raw. I didn't... And he was going to beat Roman Reigns. I didn't say... Either. That's... Oh, Brian Cage is out of the company. He's done. No more. I was report... You fucking twat. Uh, Athena defeated Yuka Sakazaki... To retain the ROH Women's World Championship, drop it to uh, Willow. This match went a, it went a little bit shorter than I thought it would, but again, so good. Athena is her the like and these those, those styles meshed so fucking yeah, well. She's really good. So fucking well. Uh oh god, I lost my spot already. Uh, the singles match for the ROH World Television Championship. Samoa Joe defeated Mark Briscoe by submission in front of his children <laughs> and family. Like Fuck your feelings, bro. Jesus Christ. Wrestling this weekend was like, hey, here's your hero. Now watch me put a bullet in the back of their head. They're not even sick. <laughs> We're just moving and the landlord doesn't want to scratch up the hardwood floors. Uh match is great though like you knew i mean it's it's look at these two guys of course it's going to be great and honestly but i will say like i'm okay with mark not winning because like you had mentioned it should be a longer story yeah because anytime you do that knee jerk oh there was something very sad happened let's put a belt on somebody for that feel-good moment it kind of cheapens it a little bit and usually the follow-up is not good um also, super important note out of this, apparently, per Tony Khan, um, J- Mark Briscoe um, has retired from 2v2 matches. He's like, I'll do yeah. six mans, but um, I'm not going to do, I'm done doing 2v2. Yeah. So, like, that's cool. And the new uh, tag, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, also, it was a new women's championship. It was. I think new, it was all new uh, belts. It was, ever, I think every belt was new. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, Tanahashi defeated Daniel Garcia. Um, again, this is one that it felt like it could have gone longer, mm-hmm. but it again, really, really great. Uh, the reach for the sky ladder match for the vacant ROH world tag team championship saw the Lucha brothers, uh, win, uh, defeating the kingdom, Aussie open La Faxion and Gobernable and top flight. Um, this match ruled. It was so much fun. It was high flying. It was hard hitting. It was exciting. It's hard for me though to really recommend you go out of your way to watch it because of what happened to Dante. Already seen it. Um, yeah. Late in the match, they did a fucking like. I don't agree with Cornette about much, but like sometimes some of these over the top, overly complicated spots just really shouldn't be happening. Uh, like I wanted to give him credit because like seeing Phoenix just hold the ladder in place. To keep it more steady, I was like, oh, that's actually smart. They're doing this well. Um, but no matter how well you prepare, uh, Dante, just a really graphic, gruesome ankle injury uh, late in the match. 
terrifying. Like I thought, I thought I like didn't see it correctly. Yeah. Like I thought he had, I thought it was his neck because like he popped up immediately and like rolled out of the way. And I was like, oh, he's not selling. Like, that's a... That's an injury. Yeah. That's an I need help thing. So I went back to see, like, how to see if maybe I could see, like, how he landed to make sure that he was okay. And that's when I noticed his ankle was not facing the way your ankle's supposed to yeah. face. Like, his foot was not facing the way it's supposed to face. And it, it, it was... It's gross. And so... I feel so bad for the top flight guys because they've had just such bad luck. And everybody um, wants them to succeed. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, because... Because by all accounts, they're just, they're total sweethearts, they're supremely talented, they're unworldly athletic, just... And can't catch a fucking break to save their lives. Yeah, it's it's such a bummer. So, hopefully, um, I haven't seen, like, he's definitely going to need surgery, but, like, I haven't seen any kind of time frame or, like, the extent of the injury. Um, hopefully, you know, it's his, it's his, it's, it's a full recovery... And it's not something that's going to affect him long term because he's so young. Like Dante Martin is such a young guy and so much of his style is based on his speed and his athleticism and his balance. So hopefully, you know, obviously him being able to walk and him having a function as a human being is more important than wrestling, um, than his, than his wrestling career. But like ideally in a perfect world, it doesn't affect. Yeah. He gets, he gets both per like, that's what we hope is he gets both. Fuck, I could not word there. Yeah. Sorry. No, I I knew I knew what you meant. Um, but it, it was cool that the Lucha Brothers won. Um, it, I like them as I do like them as ROH tag champs. Yeah. Uh, I agreed with you when you were like, oh no, but they're going to be on AEW more than ROH. But but we, we got are. FTR back, so it's fine. Yeah. That like honestly, out. like after I said that FTR. Oh, okay. Well, we still have FTR, so we're solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, in another matchup that I was not expecting it to go this way, Shibata defeated Wheeler Yuta to become the new ROH Pure Champion. Uh, I hate it. This ma- I hate it because I love Wheeler Yuta, but thank God it was Shibata. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Dickhead Heel Yuta is so much fun to oh, watch. Oh, it is. Like, he's in, like, but honestly, um, there's not been an era in this Wheeler Yuta run that I haven't absolutely adored. Like, the best friend, like, uh, Trent's uh, intern, like his stand-in, mm-hmm. great. Blackpool Combat Club, fucking perfect. Little dickhead, literally my favorite thing. Like, it's so good. Because he's one of those little pricks that can back it up, so it's even more annoying. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. But sh- but it is I, Shibata, so it makes sense. And I liked how he cheated, um, like, cu- hiding the low blow with the closed fist to the face type moment that he had like it was yeah. it, this was so good this match was fantastic um and it was super cool to see shibata actually get the win um yeah i just oh th- this was a ton of fun to watch i was gonna say it earlier we got onto the top flight thing uh the new tag belts and i think all of the belts actually have an homage to uh the briscoes on them on one of the side plates i meant to say that oh, yeah, really? yeah there I, I think it's on all the belts honestly but it's definitely on the tag belts there's um it's the briscoes are on one of the side plates that's cool. Yeah. I'll see if I, I, like I can that. see if that... I can find a picture of it and send it to you. But yeah, I know they're on the side. I know okay. for a fact it's the tag belts, but I think I also saw either the TV title have it or the heavyweight title have it as well. Nice. Uh, and speaking of the heavyweight title, Claudio Castagnoli defeated Eddie Kingston to retain. Um, I absolutely adored this match too. 
Eddie Kingston after the match cutting the how much time we got a minute fuck shit motherfucker whatever just like oh MJF gets 30 like you can't give me five minutes all right uh I just Eddie Kingston needs to be the one to beat MJF I've said it before I'll say it again um but it is another just like hey fans fuck you you want Eddie Kingston to be champion no you don't get that but Supercard of Honor was a ton of fun. I it was great. The I definitely say go out of your way to watch Shibata versus Yuta. If you're a fan of Claudio and Kingston, which I don't if you're listening to this, I don't know how you couldn't be. Um check out their match as well if you haven't. Athena versus Sakazaki was also great. It was cool. I don't know why um uh, McGinnis seems to hate Caprice Coleman. Because he was kept giving him shit. Like, you know about losing matches, Caprice. What would you do in this situation? Love it. Just like, I'd go home to my wife and family who love me. What about you, Nigel? <laughs> oh, you're not married. Like, just like just weird little shots. Uh, just say, um, Caprice, you had hepatitis. Just fucking go there. If he's going there, just go there. <laughs> so, I... It was a really, really good show. It it was a lot of fun, and if you didn't check it out, I recommend. Uh, I do recommend watching the the Vikingo and Commander opening as well mm-hmm. was great. So, um, but that was Supercard of Honor. That was NXT Stand and Deliver. That was WrestleMania thirty nine. Did you watch all the shows? Did you like all the shows? Did you hate one night of one show maybe and love the night of the other? Who's to say? You are. Let us know. Are you a knight? I don't know. Are you man. a knight to apologist? What what are we working with here? We need we need to know our fans. Reach out to us on Twitter. I worked 18 hours on Tuesday. I'm fucking tired. Yeah, I know. I'm very proud of you for um, even being here right now. <laughs> so yeah, we are on Twitter at Nerdiest Part. Uh, you can find me at the five star man with the number five. You can find Dalton at Mr. D Anthony N P O T R. Uh, let us know what was your favorite match of WrestleMania. What was your favorite match of the weekend? Who do you think? What do you think is next? Who's going to be the next one to step up to Roman Reigns? Who? When is he going to lose the title? Let us know. But thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate the hell out of you. Um, there was something I was going to set up for next week, but it's gone. So we will talk about the sale endeavor. We'll talk about Vince. We'll talk about a W um, going to Wembley um, and all in. We will talk about there's going to be a ton of wrestling with articulation to talk about because now there's a nitro ring to go with the set that we're that probably that we might be that getting. We're probably not going to get. Uh, yeah, I'm big. the numbers aren't those numbers slow down quite a I'm bit. Big but sad. hey, we'll have it even more up to date update next week so thank you for joining us hopefully you'll join us next week as well and that all of this nonsense didn't scare you off so uh but until then thank you so much have a great week watch out take care of yourself i forgot my own outro take care of yourself take care of each other and as always watch more wrestling